0: 2024 it's hard to believe but we have crossed over into a new year and here we are for our first recording of the what's up cuz podcast I am here with the one and only the beautiful always ready always has a face on ready for prime time it is the one and only Dr. Sharon McDaniel what's up cuz what's up cuz happy new year to you thank you happy new year to you how's things in your world. Well, things are going well. You know, we have our very
1: first snowstorm today, you know, I'm like, I looked outside today and it's like, it was cleared and all of a sudden it's four inches of snow. Where did that come from?
0: You know, wherever it came, it can go back. I think that's why I have the setting (laughs) of the Golden Gate Bridge behind me. There's no snow there, but I'm telling you, I love to look out the window at the snow, but I hate to go out and have to clear the driveway or anything like that. So it's beautiful to look at, but if you got to go out, it's a whole nother story, but I'm grateful to be alive to see it.
1: I know, you know, I think we've just been so spoiled because we have not really had a winter like this in a couple of years. And so for those of us who are getting a little bit up there in age, who don't, you know, don't want to shovel the snow and things like that. You know, we like that no snow winter season, but unfortunately we live in a snow belt. And so we are now braced in, in, you know, just having the brace ourselves for the snowstorm that we're um Uh, that's embarking upon us in Pennsylvania. So, you know, we'll just have to deal with it, Dr. Mm -hmm. Brock.
0: That's for sure. Well, you know what? I've grown because I remember when I was little, I didn't like to see the salt trucks come because that meant they were clearing the roads and getting rid of the snow. But now I stand in the house with a cup of coffee or tea looking out the window waiting for the (laughs) snow truck that just came up the street. So I'm giving God thanks for the snow truck that just came up the street. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well i'm sure my fellow will be here at some point today to clear up my driveway so thank goodness for help because i don't know how to do any i um, shoveling of the snow and thank god i don't have to so well what's right. been going on in your world uh with these couple of days of the new year
0: well you know i was trying to figure out you know how it is that time between christmas and new year you're trying to figure out what day it is, is it is it monday is it tuesday is it wednesday made it through that ordeal, trying to figure out what day it is. But you know, I'm grateful, had a great holiday season. And uh, annually, I have guests over to my home, the first of the year and just have dinner with family and friends that are dear and near to my heart. And so had an opportunity to do that again and have dinner and do some cooking. And so I got the first meal of the of the year out of the way. And now we're into the The fasting and the 21 days of fasting and praying. So, you know, just making it through. But I'm grateful. Uh, Life is good. I'm blessed to have great uh, friends, great family, uh, wonderful wife. I'm enjoying life. And as I tell people, you know, I have good days and better days. And so the worst I can have is a good day. And it's been a good day and a good season. And I'm grateful. How about you?
1: Well, I'm glad that I was invited to be that um, partaker of that uh, f- uh, first meal. So um, it was very good. I didn't have to worry about cooking. You know, I just bring the dessert. So, uh, <laughs> so we had fabulous desserts that was cooked by somebody else at the right, store.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> and they were delicious and many And they were delicious
1: for <laughs> sure. And so, um, but no, I'm really grateful. I'm grateful to have great friends and certainly great family and, um, just did a lot of relaxing uh, around the holidays. I traveled so much um, between November and December. I mean, it was sort of some extraordinary travel for me um, since COVID. And and um, getting back into, I think I was home maybe five or six days for the month, and that was a lot. So I really enjoyed just doing nothing over the holiday season. So, but I'm grateful um, to have had an opportunity to spend time with you and your family and friends. So, Dr. Brock, we have a guest today, and I'm so excited about um, having Shalice Garner, someone that I've known for a while, and we wanted to introduce her today as our first guest for the year, um, just to really talk about children's books. She's been an author for a while, but I wanted her to introduce herself and tell us why she's decided to write um, some wonderful children's book. So welcome, Shalice. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience?
2: Good afternoon, Dr. Sher McDaniels and Dr. David Brock. I appreciate you having me on your podcast. Um, my name is Shalise Gardner. I am a native from Pittsburgh, been living here all my life, and I still can't get used to this snow. Um, I hate shoveling, so I don't like this snow. Um,
0: we understand. Forget. We understand <laughs> completely.
2: Yes. So I have three young adults, and I have a grandson, and he's seven years old. And back in... 2016, June 26 is when he was born. 2016 is when I got a vision um, because I've always wanted to be a writer, but it came to play when he was born. I said, I got to leave a legacy for my grandson. Um, And if you have a grandson, if anybody, I I don't know if you have any grandkids yet, but it is a different kind of love than your regular children. It's totally different.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, well yeah. I have one grandson and, and 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 Dr. Brock he has a eleven. <laughs> yeah, I do gonna say Seven he grand. has a whole clan and so uh, okay. for for sure. <laughs> and we know exactly what you're talking about. Like my daughter is saying, Mom, I can't keep up with you and my and and, and Dante. I'm like, you're not supposed to. That's my grandchild. So I understand mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about.
2: Yes, definitely. So I just wanted to uh, leave a legacy and just let him see that um, someone that looks like him can be anything they want to be. And so I'm trying to instill that within him to be, you know, think outside the box. uh, What is it? Infinity and beyond. Just go beyond the norm and be the best that you can be. And so, um, he, you know, he loves the books because he's reading now. So he has two of the books and he is on the back of two of the books. He's on the oh, the, the new so. book, yeah. He's on the back of the, the second book, and then his third book that's coming out, my
1: friends. So, yes. Well, you know the book, but our books, but our audience, they do not. So why don't you talk to us about the adventures of Sable Brown? Because we know that you have multiple books, but talk to us about one. Um, how you approached the writing, how you came up with the names, and your graphics are just extraordinary. So talk to us about that whole um, process.
2: Oh, okay. Um, well, once I figured out that I wanted to write, um, I go into prayer Mm -hmm. and I ask God for visions and to lead me. So, and I wanted uh, characters that look like us. So that's when God gave me the vision of Sable because Sable, we think of Sable as black and then Brown, we're Brown. So Sable Brown, and then her going on a learning adventures. I want the children to have something, you know, get a learning out of it. And that's what I came up with adventures of Sable Brown. So that's what the first book is, Adventures of Sable Brown. And on in that first book, the reader is going to learn about African animals and their habitat. Mm-hmm. And they're also going to, yes, they're also going to learn about um, eating healthy and hygiene because Sable brushes, brushes her teeth and her mom is making a healthy breakfast. So I'm trying to incorporate all those great things in a book that a kid can identify or learn how to do.
1: So if you think about the, the animals, Just talk to us a little bit about, you know, this, this storyline, um, with the first book. So you're incorporating animals, but you're also incorporating hygiene and wellness. So how do you thread that together in the, in the children's book? Okay. So in the first book, the
2: mom is making a healthy breakfast. That's how I start the day out. So it's, it's a nice sunny day and the mom is making a healthy breakfast. And Sable says, well, let's go. You know, she says to her baby brother, because she has a baby brother, Sammy. Sammy's one and a half, mm-hmm. and Sable is six years old. And so she likes to play with her baby brother. So she said, let's go to my room and let's play. So she's playing her little favorite game board, and they notice this light up under her closet door. So they didn't pay no attention to it. Then they played again, and, then, and it started shining brighter. So that they go over to the closet, open up the door, and they push past her clothes, and they – See a total total different world. And that's where the adventure begins. And that's what they where they meet Dr. Smoo, who is the magical owl. And Dr. Smoo is going to take them on the uh an adventure journey to go learn about African animals and their habitats. So the reader will learn about um hyenas, rhinoceros, um, zebras, uh, what else? There's five animals that I put in there that the reader Mm -hmm. will learn.
1: So now how did you come up with the the names of the characters? You talked about um, Sable and Brown, but how did you come up with her brother's name and the owl? How did you come up with those names?
2: Also, again, I prayed about it and I had uh, listened to God and God led me to those names as well. Um, And also I gave the mother and father names. Um, The father's name is Isaac. And I'm sorry, I just forgot what the mother's name was, but she has the name also. <laughs>
1: That's like, oh okay, my God, sometimes we my forget. Listen, my mother forgets. Authors all of forget our what names. they write sometimes. Like, oh, it's been so long, so <laughs> yes. I'm sure you remember it up before we um end. But so you prayed about it, and then you were able to get the characters, and so. Um, the whole idea, I, I think what we're really trying to convey to our audience is that one, you as a woman of faith, you go into prayer to then see how you should should write the book. So one of your approaches then is really I'm um, seeking prayer and then some of the names that you've come up with. But at the end of the day, um, this is really about um, as you indicated, leaving legacy. But The Adventures of Sable Brown, so the first book was about um, animals and African animals. And talk to us about the other ones you've written.
2: Okay, um, so the second book is called Adventures of Sable Brown Under the Sea. So in that book, the dad is making a lunch, a nice healthy lunch, and it's raining outside. So he decides, hey, let's play high-go-seek. So since Sable and Sammy they already met Doctor Smoo in book one, they go hide in the closet, and then that's when they go on an adventure. And Doctor Smoo takes them on uh, learning adventures and learn about the sea animals. And there they learn about um, seahorses, sea turtles, um, and fish, uh, starfishes, and stuff like that, and their habitats and everything that comes with that. So the reader will learn about sea animals in that aspect. But yeah, but I, I wanted to put dad in there because I know dad is a very important part of a child's life as well. So I said, let me put the dad in the second one so I didn't put him in the first one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yes. And so this, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, okay, and so the third one, which should be coming out at the end of this month, um, the book is already ready. I'm just waiting for the copyright page to come back to me. And then I'm going to upload it to um, Amazon and Ingram Sparks. It's two different um, publishing companies. I want it because I would like to get it on the hardback and, you know, it's already in the the paperback, but it's someone in it in a hardback cover and I, Mm -hmm. I have to go through Ingram Sparks for that. But yeah, so the third book is about adventures of Sable Brown out of space. So in that book, Sable Sammy mommy and daddy they're having dinner a healthy dinner and they're you know they're they're talking around the table and everything and then Sable and Sammy Sable and Sammy decide to go once again play again so they go up in her room and they uh oh, no, no no I'm sorry this scene is at night because Sable's taking a shower Sammy's taking a bubble bath with his um with his rubber ducky mommy kisses uh, Sammy good night daddy kisses Sable good night and then um, Sable sees the shiny light up under her closet door. So she tips toes and go wake Sammy up, bring her back to her room. They go through the closet. And Dr. Smoo is going to take them out of space to learn stars, moons, uh, Neptune. And um, I always like to put a little funny part in my books. So the, this third part, you know, Sammy said, well, there's aliens out here. And so Dr. Smoo's laughing. There's no alien. And then I'll show a picture of an alien, you know. And just like in the book too, you know, Sammy said, Oh, well, there's, you know, when they're under the sea, Sammy's saying, Oh, well, there's uh mermaids, and Dr. Smooth's laughing, there's no mermaid, and then I'll show a picture of Sammy waving to a mermaid goodbye. So I like to put like a little funny little tidbits in there, you know, just for the reader as well. Um so I yeah, wanted
1: to ask you, so I mean, I think that it's really um, pretty interesting. And I love the fact that you are, you go from um, animals in Africa, then you go to under the sea and you're going now to outer space, but you're really um, just helping the young reader and the learner just understand that these are, um, you know, real rural things under, you know, in, in our atmosphere. And so you're not yes. trained as an educator. What made you just really decide to um, to write in this extraordinary way and also to center animals and sea creatures in the outer space. So what, you know, in addition to prayer, what made you think about, um, these things? And then he also, how is your grandson responding to the books?
2: Uh, grandson, he loves them. He can't wait to have the third book. He he, he just asked me uh, on Thursday, where's my book? Where's my book? I said, well, <laughs> I didn't publish it yet. It, it's coming. <laughs> Don't worry. It is coming. Um, for me, it's just, I just think about me, you know, when when I was growing up and the things that I have learned. So that's what I mostly base it off of because, you know, I, I learned about animals. I went to the zoo and saw the animals, you know. Um, I read about, you know, outer space and the stars and the moons and the different planets and stuff and the sea animals. Um, so I just want the reader to get learning from it because I, I want to put, the, I'm trying to get these into schools as well. So I definitely want some kind of learning platform for these books. So you can, you know, that, and then these kids can identify with some of these things. Oh, I've seen an elephant. Oh, this is an elephant. Oh, and this is their habitat. And this is like to eat, you know, give them a little bit more information about that particular animal and not just, Oh, that's a, that's a lion and lions eat other animals or lions, you know, they don't know the, the, the information about that animal. So I'm just, that voice to let you know, hey, this is what this animal, where this animal lives and what it does and how it survives. And this is this planet and where it's at and what it does and why we get the sun and how the sun, you know, just in-depth information for the child or the reader.
1: And the ages uh, that you've written for, um, what, what are the age ranges that um, these books are, are um for from your perspective? I mean, obviously adults can read them and probably learn some things that they didn't know. <laughs> but I know yes. you're thinking about a particular age group.
2: Um, I would say maybe if the reading starts four or five up until maybe nine or 10, it depends on that the child's reading level
1: mm-hmm. and what grade
2: they're in. But yeah, I think everybody can learn something because even when I was writing the books, I was learning. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. So I was teaching myself as well as writing the book. Um, and also I want to give a big kudos to my illustrator. She is awesome. I love her. I love her. Um, her name is Debo Bryah Banerjee and she lives in India and I got her from Facebook. Um, there is an author and children's book, um, group. So I joined the group and I picked out some authors. I mean, I'm sorry, I picked out some illustrators and asked them a couple questions and she had the best answer and the best price. You know, and, and, and her work is impeccable. It's, it's very colorful, vibrant, and she captures my vision. I can, you know, explain to her what I want, and she can capture my vision. And then, you know, we just go back and forth about the colors and stuff like that. So she, she has done a fabulous job on each one of these books.
1: I'm well, so we will proud. definitely put a link um, of the book because I, there, you're absolutely right. I was attracted and drawn in by the... Um you know the pigtails of, of of Sable Brown and just the colors and her clothing I mean just very vibrant so your illustrator certainly captured the essence of what you were trying to convey in this in the sea animals and the animals in general and 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 I can't wait to see the um the third book so indeed I'm glad you were able to. To, to reach out to her and we'll, and we'll um, talk more about that part of the process because some of our listeners, they may be interested in developing their own children's books. So you might be able to just give them some a heads up about how they do that. You know, you talked about joining this um, group, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. And so, Dr. Brock, I know we wanted to talk about the public response to um, Shalisa's book. So I wanted to give you an opportunity because I've been hogging
0: up the, um, the podcast so far. <laughs> No, I've been I've been listening and enjoying and so yeah, that was my question. I wanted to know uh since you published book 1 and 2, what has been the uh, public's response? What have they said about the books uh that you have heard?
2: Uh they they love uh the books. Um they like I, like I said, they they love the storyline, they love the color how vibrant it is. Their their kids want more and more and I'm trying to you know try to produce more um and I've I have um let me see. There's two schools, Lincoln Elementary and uh, Miller Elementary. I have um, they have bought books from me for their classes and stuff. So I've I've given books to schools. I've um, given books to uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting drawn to blank um, vendors events. That's where I saw a lot of my books, you know, in the summertime, there's there's vendors events here throughout Pittsburgh. I'm trying to, to branch out in other states now. Um, but yeah, and like my, my aunt live in North Carolina. So I gave her a couple of my books and she sold them to her church down there. So yeah. Um, I'm having great response. Everybody loves the books. Yes. That's
0: great. 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 That's great. That's great. So I know you I may be jumping ahead, but I know that you have a new one that's coming out. So we have gone to Africa. We've gone under the sea. Now we've gone (laughs) to space. So what's next for Sable? What is she going to do next?
2: Oh, there are two more books that I am. uh, okay. so I just gave this storyline to my illustrator and she said she loves it. So the next book is going to be Adventures of Sable Brown Adoptee. Mm -hmm. And this book is an awareness from an adoptee's perspective, because I have two girlfriends and they were adopted and they gave me their perspective. And I said, wow. And I've said, I've never heard. From an adoptee perspective, from the, you know, I heard from the adoptive parents or the agency, but I've never heard from the adoptee. So this is going to be really, really good. I'm excited uh, for this book. And right now I'm also writing up um, the fifth book, and this is going to be Adventures of Sable Brown, The Bible.
1: Oh, that will be interesting because the Bible is a very complicated book. So h- how's how's that going to work? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yes, that, that's going to be very exciting. Um, Well, yeah, Sable, Sammy, and Dr. Smooth, they're going to be um, taking an adventure throughout the, the chapters of the Bible. So they're going to start when, you know, when there was light, when it was dark, the seven days. Of creation and move on from there. So I, I have to decide how long I want to make this because this this book can go can be a bigger book, many more pages, or do I just want to do maybe book one and a book two of the Bible? So that is to be continued yes but i'm yeah, excited.
1: Well, i'm i'm sure um, cuz it could be volumes 14 15 16 17 you know we think about the Bible. so
0: yes yeah,
1: but i but i think that's you know really great i'm i'm looking forward to um reading I know you had asked me if I would um, consider being one of your reviewers for the adoptee book and I'm looking forward to um, reading that because I'm I'm curious as well I have spoken to many adoptees but you know curious about uh, your friend's experience and then how you will um Center Sable's understanding of that in um, a children's book so I think that's really um, a great opportunity and I know that um, you want to have it out by next, um, this year, November adoption awareness month. So you have a lot of work to to do in a short period of time. So how, and and speaking of that, how, um, fast do you turn around the books? What does that process look like in terms of turning around a book? I'm an author too, but it took me a couple of years to write a large book. So, um, you're kind of moving through these books pretty uh, rapidly. So how long is your process?
2: Um, it depends because as far as me writing a book, I can write a book I don't want to say quickly, but within a nice time frame, it is really up to my illustrator because being that she lives in India and we're only talking through, you know, um, messenger and stuff or email, it's really up to her, you know, because sometimes we may lose communication or she may be sick and it's like, uh, Priya, I need you to answer me, please. So I think that is one of the hardest things sometimes, Um, Because my turnaround wants to be within that same year. But then, like, okay, for example, this third book. It was supposed to have been out in 2022. That's when it was supposed to have been out. Adventures of Sable Brown, Out of Space, was supposed to have been out in 2022. It didn't happen. And that was because of my illustrator. So she's good at what she does, but sometimes, you know, there's some complications or some differences that may come up. Um, but I'm I'm going to stick with her because she is excellent. But it's just, you know, the different timelines as well, because our days is they're nice. They're nice as our days. So and and, and it has to be, you know, good communication. So um it did happen in 22, and then it didn't happen in 23, but it's definitely happening at the end of this month.
1: (laughs) Well, that's good. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, um, we can set timelines, but things do happen. Cause I think I, my book was to come out, um, a year before, but you know, when you're really trying to get it, um, where the audience can really appreciate it and, you know, you're working with a team of people, you do um, have to think about everybody. So I'm glad you're sticking with her because she really is excellent at what she does. And I'm sure as you continue to work with her, um, one of the things that I know that I had to do when I was working with my team, just really put a project management chart together so that people were re- very much aware of when things should be done. And that really helps. So if that might be helpful to you, just really outlining the process from start to finish and then if there's some adaptations that you have to make in the meantime you certainly can you know can do that so um okay. that's what worked for me thank you okay yep and so as you think about um you know you talked a little bit about your marketing strategy and we talked about this a little bit um before offline um you want to get your books out into many more spaces and so you've been working with some local schools here in the Pittsburgh area Um, a second chance to certainly purchase some of your books and, but what, what is your broader vision and then how do you believe, I mean, I know you're on, um, Amazon and then you also do some self-publishing. So how do you, um, anticipate others knowing about this obviously we're going to um put your links and things like that in our description so people can get your books because they're absolutely wonderful but what are some other ideas that you're working on i know that you have some birthday package you have some postcards and things like that but what is your larger vision for um uh the adventures of sable brown in terms of getting it out to the larger public
2: My larger vision um, is to do a YouTube channel for Sable Brown um, and just more connections with people who can move this for me and help me out. Um, But yeah, I think a YouTube channel and um, will definitely be a different kind of platform where kids can just go and see um, the books. And not only that, what I'm also trying to do, the broader vision is. To make a cartoon out of Sable Brown. That is like the ultimate goal right there. Um
1: talk about that. So would that be a, a cartoon on in the social media or in larger media? So what because that's that's extraordinary.
2: Yes. Well, my vision is to be on Cartoon Network. I'm just gonna put it out there. That's that's the prayer to be right, on cartoon, cartoon Network.
1: Ne- yes,
2: <laughs> yes. That's I'm gonna put right. that out there in the universe. Sable Brown, adventure Sable Brown on Cartoon Network. That, that or, or that, even Disney. I'm I'm just putting it out there. Yes, I, I see it that big. That's where I see it. So, yeah, that's where I'm praying for. That's where I see it. Um, getting there um, is going to cost, you know, money, of course. So I'm trying to see if I can get some grants and see if just, you know, connections with certain people can help me to get this moving. Yes. That's
1: Very the goal. So, so about the YouTube channel, because that could be a way to, to certainly get others to see it. So what are you, um, thinking about launching that?
2: Um, uh, probably sometime in the summer, maybe. Yeah.
1: maybe okay, in so the summertime. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Very yep. good. So, um, in the meantime, how can people reach you? Um, so if they, you know, we'll put the link out, but how can people, um, reach you that are in, in our listening audience, if they want to reach out and, and talk with you, uh, directly or get your books, how can they, um, get your copies of your books?
2: Okay. um, Well, they could go to Amazon. And like I said, I I will give you the link for that. Um, And through my Yahoo is S-Y-G-A-R-D-N-E-R, Gartner, 41 at yahoo.com. And I will even put my phone number out there. They can get in touch with me, my phone number, 412-499-5885. I will put that out there as well. Okay. So Um,
1: down a little bit because you know. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. One more time. Okay,
2: my email address is S-Y-G-A-R-D-N-E-R 41 at yahoo.com. And my phone number is 412-499-5885. And I am on Facebook. They can uh, direct message me on Facebook or Instagram as well.
1: And, and do you have, so spell your name so they'll know exactly how to, to reach you. Cause, and also um, your Amazon, if you know how they reach you on the books on Amazon, because we want to make sure whatever platform they can get your books. Okay. Uh,
2: my name is Shalise, S-H-A-L-I-S-E, Gartner, G-A-R-D-N-E-R. G-A-R-D-N-E-R. Um, I, like I said, I will have to get the link for the Amazon, but if if you go to Amazon, you could just, yeah. Uh, search uh, Adventures of
0: Sable Brown and the books will pop up. Yep. I'm on there looking at them right now. Yep. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. We'll put the link in the description of the um, podcast today, but we just want to really thank you. We just wanted to kind of center your work as an African-American woman who's been writing for some time over the years on the Adventures of Sable Brown, who's centering, um, Uh, Children, um, all children can certainly read this, but to be able to showcase um, children of color um, in the way that you've done and then having your illustrator do it so beautifully. We just wanted to be able to let people know that you were out there and your wonderful books are out there. So we just really thank you for being our very first guest for the new year of 2024. And we know that in 2024, there's going to be more for you um, as you move forward. We're looking forward to your YouTube channel for The Adventures of Sable Brown, as well as your cartoon on Cartoon Network. So, or Disney. So whatever that might be, we know that um, we speak it into the universe and, and anything is possible because we center, um, our belief in our faith and we know that God is able. So thank you so much for being with us. I'm Shalice and we look forward to, um, seeing the new book on the, um, from the, 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 voice of an adoptee and then your next book about the, um, the, the adventures of the Bible. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you.
2: Great. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate Absolutely. it.
0: Thank you so much. Well, Doc, we're here at the close of another podcast. What a great, a great one. I was listening and actually looking at yeah, the,
1: You did uh, more listening today, sir. Yeah, I'm not did. sure I, what that I
0: was, was about. I was listening. It was good. I was listening and then I went to the uh, to Amazon and was looking at this. she's a little cutie pie, little sable brown. Isn't she cute? <laughs> I love sable She's <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah, I had to go look. I was like let me go look up this sable brown little girl. So she's a cutie pie and I'm excited for what's to come with sable brown. But as always, it it's a pleasure to always be here with you always to share the airways with you and as I always say You know, I look forward to the next adventure of Dr. Sharon and Dr. David as we say what's up cuz. So to you our listeners please we want you to visit get these books for your grandchildren your children if they're of that age or sew a book and give it to somebody else that you know. Let's push this young lady let's push this author and let's push the adventures of Sable Brown I'm looking forward to the adoptee book as well and also looking forward to what she finds in the Bible so this is going to be an exciting time so uh, all the contact information will be in our link it'll be in our description please click the link invest a few dollars and invest in your children and let's all enjoy the adventures of sable brown together so thank you doc for such an amazing guest as always i appreciate being here with you and as i say you know till we meet again what's up cuz what's up (laughs) cuz